wherever you may be at this time, whether in the overflow, out, in all the overflow rooms, at the mainland center, wherever you may be at this time. I need you to lift your two hands to Jesus. Wave them from side to side. Let him know that you are grateful. I want you to let him know that you are grateful. For the benefit of seeing the end of 2016, let him know that you are grateful. Whatever you may be standing or sitting, let him know you are grateful. The enemy may have another agenda, but you have seen the end of 2016. Let him know that you are grateful. Let him know that you are grateful. Let him know that you are grateful. He's the only one who can keep alive. Let him know that you are grateful. Lord will bless your name. Lord will bless your name. As a church, we celebrate you today. As families, individuals represented under the influence of my voice. Wherever people are joining this service right now, everyone watching on the internet, everyone from the mainland center, everyone on, in all the overflow facilities. Lord, we are declaring in one voice that we are grateful. We are grateful for 2016. And we are grateful for 2017. Lord, we declare today that no one else can do the things that you do in our lives. No one else can bless us the way you do. So to you only, not to a man, not to our boss, not to anyone, but to you only, we declare tonight that we are grateful for bringing us to the end of 2016 and bringing us into 2017 triumphantly. We declare tonight we are grateful. We bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. If you are happy that you are seeing 2017, I want to give the Lord a big shout. Give him a big shout. Give him a big shout. Give him a big shout. Lift your two hands with me all over this place, everywhere you're joining the service. Father, we thank you for your presence that is here. And Lord, because we know there's no distance in the spirit for everyone connected with this service all over the world, all around the cities of Nigeria and all the different centers. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, let your presence pervade and permeate our hearts. Lord, as the declared words that you have given us tonight, let the word take root in every life. 
The grass wither, the flower fades, but your word cannot return unto you void. So we declare tonight, let your word bring effect into everyone's life. Let no word tonight fall to the ground. We thank you and we praise you. Use this moment that we have together to launch us into 2017 with an emblem of blessing. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody put your hands together, celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Come on, do it very well. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, you may have your seat. Have your seat. Have your seat. Glory to Jesus. I said, Glory be to Jesus. All that we do around here, we do by faith. So, nobody here is hanging around for midnight, you know. Nigerian time before you say Happy New Year. So, by faith, talk to somebody this evening and tell them Happy New Year. It's already New Year as far as I'm concerned. The moment I step here, it's New Year. Yeah, you have stepped into 2017. God told me to announce to you at this time that we have stepped into a new season. And before I share in the brief time that I have tonight, I don't know one person that is here, but it's so strong in my heart to declare it to you early. That the season that you're stepped into, God said, I'm wiping away tears. Whatever the source of the tears may be, I don't know them, but God does. And the one who put the word in my heart. And if somebody will receive tonight, I want you to know. God said, you have stepped into a new season. And it's wiping tears away from your heart. If you believe that, say, believe in amen. For someone here tonight, an end has come to tears concerning that child. For someone here tonight, you have stepped into 2017 and an end has come to tears concerning your family. I don't know about you, but there's someone here tonight, the things happening in your family bring tears, you know, to, to, to your face. And God said, you have come to a time that you will not see those tears again. It's a new season. Somebody, I say it's a new season. Tap your neighbor for me. Say, step into a new season. Say, it's a new season. And one major thing I've come to do tonight is to announce a new season. A new season. A new season. And I'm going to be talking about the things that will characterize the new season. But before we get into all that, I just want you to sink into the mind of someone and into your heart that you have stepped into a new season. The reason why we have, you know, a day and the day will come to an end and we have seven days for the week and the week will come to an end and then months come to an end and then years come to an end 
is because God wants to signal the beginning of something new. So it's not just that we just do 12 calendar months and then we rejoice and just, you know, uh, we cross into another year. A new year is supposed to signal a new beginning. Something new starting in someone's life. And that's why I'm announcing one more time tonight. that someone here, you have stepped into a new season. And in this new season, the things that used to bring tears to your eyes, they will bring laughter to your mouth. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, do we have any, any footage from the mainland center? Is there any footage from the mainland center that we can see? All right, all right. So that, that, that's the footage from the mainland center. Um, I, I, I don't know what the time gap is like, but I wanted them to, to wave hands or, or clap or just let them know that, you know, they're, 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 they're seeing us and they are with us in the spirit. But as you can see, it's a full house there at the mainland center and uh, they join joining the feed. But definitely there will be a few seconds of, of maybe a minute of delay. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. All right. Tap your neighbor for me. Say, are you ready? I said, are you ready? All right. 2016. Many things happened. A lot, actually. And some of those things are, you know, literally speaking, going with us into 2017. Some of the effect of the things that happened uh, will still, you know, reverberate into 2017. But one thing we know, especially in this part of the world, is that our economy is in a recession. And many things are not going the way they're supposed to go. When you look all around the world, you see many things happen. Brexit in the UK, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump in America. And the full import of that, we don't even know yet. The guy is yet to take hold of office, but he's already doing a lot of stuff. And before the end of January, he's going to take hold of office. And then the full import of that, we're going to start to see. While we're worshiping, the Lord put in my heart to say to somebody here tonight, and this is the reason why you need to hold on to the things we're sharing here tonight. As we go into 2017, there are whole industries that may be wiped out, you know, in half just because of a shaking. One statement from a powerful person, it may be Donald, it may be somebody else, I don't know. But just one statement, and the whole industry, you know, is wiped out in half. Now, I don't know which industry you play in, but what I'm sharing tonight is the only thing that will make you to stand that seeming tsunami. 2017, like I said, the effect of the things that happened in 2016 the full import of it is going to start to play out. Yeah. I can't go into everything that happened in 2016. We, we know a lot of it. But some of the full import is going to start to play out. And as it starts to play out, 
It may look to some people like you have been left alone. Like God is no longer interested in your business. In Nigeria, a lot of playing to the gallery will happen in 2017. Yeah. Because our people will get into a bit of politicking because we're getting closer. So there will be a lot of playing to the gallery. Will things seriously or drastically improve? From where I see from, I don't see it. <laughs> praise God. I said, praise the Lord. So, the heart of man will kind of break. But your own heart will be steady. I cannot hear your amen. I said, I cannot hear your amen. amen. So, there's no promise that there will not be any further depreciation of our currency. There's no promise at all. There's no promise that all the issues that we're having, especially in the Niger Delta region and all those things, will be completely resolved. No promise at all. The picture, just looking at it plainly, to the ordinary high, is not very good. But from where we see from, it's a very bright picture. The one that can make you laugh the way I'm doing right now. <laughs> Praise God. But it takes, it will take the high of faith, and it will take you going into 2017 with full assurance in your heart that God is with you for you to see things the way you're supposed to see them. And you stay with me today. In the midst of all this disturbing development, you must learn to do something. And that was what Israel did. When Moses decided to take hold with God to lead them out of where they have been and what they have been going through. I want you to join me in your Bibles as we read tonight from the book of Exodus chapter 14, verse number 10, and I'll read down to 18. It's a bit of a long reading, but I want you to follow me very carefully. I'm going to read from the message translation. I know a lot of us must have read this passage before, maybe from the King James or the New King James. Let me just read it from the message translation. The Bible says, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw them, Egyptians, coming at them. They were totally afraid. Totally afraid. It's not a little fear, but totally afraid. They cried out in terror to God. They told Moses, weren't the cemeteries large enough in Egypt so that you are to take us out here in the wilderness to die? What have you done to us? Take us out of Egypt? Back in Egypt, didn't we tell you this would happen? Didn't we tell you, leave us alone here in Egypt? We're better off as slaves in Egypt 
than corpses in the wilderness. This particular statement, for some people, especially people who will not hold on to God, it will be so true. They said they were better up as slaves in Egypt than corpses in the wilderness. Because Moses leading them into the wilderness, they did not see, they only saw the Red Sea. They saw danger. They didn't see freedom. They didn't see a place flowing with milk and honey. It's important tonight that you open your heart to see something new as we get into, I mean, as we flow into 2017. It's important that you understand what God is about to do, not just around you, but in your own life. And that's why, you know, I'm sharing the things that I'm sharing tonight. They said we're better off as slaves in Egypt than as corpses in the wilderness. Moses spoke to the people. He says, don't be afraid. Stand firm. Somebody say, stand firm. Look at your neighbor and say, stand firm. You know, the King James says, stand still. Stand still. This one says, stand firm. And watch God do his work of salvation for you today. Take a good look at the Egyptians today. For you are never going to see them again. I thought I would hear a resounding amen. God will fight the battle for you. And you, you keep your mouth. <laughs> God said to Moses, why cry out to me? Speak to the Israelites. Order them to get moving. Hold your staff high and stretch your hand out over the sea. Split the sea. The Israelites will walk through the sea on dry ground. All through 2017, somebody here is walking through the Red Sea on dry ground. There will be Red Sea, but my God has made a dry ground path for you. Tell your neighbor, say, Pastor is talking about me. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I see. Someone here standing still, standing firm, you're going to walk through. What is destroying other people? You walk through it on dry ground. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Now I need you to understand something. That when God told them to stand still, it was because he wanted to fight their battles. When God told them to stand still, it was because he wanted to fight their battles. Not because he wanted them to just be watching. He wanted to fight their battles. So in 2017, you must let God fight your battles. You must allow him to fight your battles. He will fight your battles and you will hold your peace. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. The word that God has given us as a church, as a people, for 2017, stems from also the reality of the fact that as a church, 
we have entered into our seventh year. In the seventh year in the scriptures is Sabbath. What characterizes Sabbath is rest. Are you still with me today? I said what characterizes Sabbath is rest. And God has given us a word for 2017. And he says that it is a time for us, a season for us, to be steady and steadfast. To be steady and steadfast. Somebody look at, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor for me, say 2017, steady and steadfast, no shaking. I want you to look at somebody else and say 2017. Steady and steadfast. No shaking. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. Let me expand on this a little bit more. The word that we have for 2017 is more of a positioning word rather than a promise. It's more of how God wants us to posture so we can, because what he wanted to do, he has already done. He has already done. But you need to be able to get into it. You need to be able to get into it. You need to be able to get into it. He said that we overturn and overturn and overturn until he has come whose turn it is. So he's the one doing the overturning. Is the one doing the shaking. Is the one doing the transparency. It's transparent many things. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I said it's transparent many things. And you need to understand, the Bible says the works were finished before the foundation of the earth. And all he's asking is that you and I should press in into his rest. We're pressing into his rest. Are we going to take action? Yes. Are we going to pray? Yes. Are we going to fast? Yes. But everything we do, we do from the standpoint of rest. Tap your neighbor for me again. Say, no shaking. Look for somebody else. Say, really? No shaking. Glory be to Jesus. To be steady means to be firmly fixed, supported, and balanced. No, not shaking or moving. Not Faltering or wavering, controlled. That's what it means to be steady. Steadfast. To be steadfast means to be resolutely and dutifully firm and unwavering. The Bible says uh, in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15 and verse 58. He says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding. As, as we step into 2017, somebody needs to understand that God wants your heart to be steadfast, he wants your heart to be steady. That's what he wants. 
And there shall be no shaking in your life. I cannot hear your amen. I said there shall be no shaking in your life. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Listen to this. There are three things you should do to be steady and steadfast in 2017. Three things that God has put in my heart to recommend to you. And I'm going to talk about the things that God will do as you do that. But let's first of all start with the three things that you should do to be steady and steadfast in 2017. One is that you break away from negative emotions. Break away from negative emotions. It leads to, you know what negative emotion does? It leads to murmuring and complaining. That's what it does. It leads to murmuring and complaining. Look at Psalm 95 when you read from verse 7 down to 11. Psalm 95 from verse 7 down to 11. It says, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the sheep of his hand. It says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, they tried me. Though they saw my work for 40 years, I was grieved with that generation and said, it is a people who go astray in their heart. And they do not know my ways. So I saw in my wrath that they will not enter my rest. Somebody in 2017, you are entering your rest. You are entering into the rest of Jehovah. The Bible says here, the psalmist's account of the things that transpired in the, in the wilderness. He said they had in their heart, they allowed negative emotions to take them away from the things that God wanted to do. A journey of 40 days became a journey of 40 years. God said, even after 40 years, he was so angry, he swore in his wrath that they would not enter. So even after spending 40 years, they didn't get in. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. I said, that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. So somebody needs to understand here that God wants you to make up your mind that you are not entering into 2017 with negative emotions. Yeah. And all through 2017, you keep your heart free of negative emotions. There shall be news, all kind of news. Like I said, industries will take a bashing. Many things will happen. Will you keep your heart and mind away from negative emotions? Will you be able to handle anger and animosity and bitterness and get them off your system as fast as possible? Jesus said, be angry, but sin not. Let not the sun go down your wrath. Be angry, sin not. Will you be able to handle anger? Will you be able to, you know, handle negative emotions? Will you be able to handle anxiety? Will you be able to handle bitterness? Will somebody here tonight release your faith? I say it again. Will you release your faith in this place tonight for God to take bitterness out of your heart? Will somebody release his or her faith here tonight to come out of depression? That's why you are here. You can't afford to enter into 2017 with depression. Your heart will not be steady. 
The hand of God will not be able to hold you steadfast. God wanted to hold them through that journey and move them into the good land. But their hearts, their hearts was not in one place. They, they were fascinating. They were, you know, they were, they were, they will blame Moses today, blame, you know, some people, uh, that church, there's no power there. That pastor doesn't have anointing. As far as they are concerned, Moses, Moses didn't know what he was doing. Moses was a, was a stupid man. Yet, grace was upon Moses. The type of grace that has not been experienced before in Israel. The grace that made all the plagues in Egypt to come and mesmerize Egypt until Pharaoh says, go. They saw, the Bible says in Psalm 95, they said they saw my works. Yet, after you have seen the ten plagues, should you then see the Red Sea and be mesmerized? It's a weak heart that behaves like that. Somebody, you are leaving this place tonight with a strong spirit. I cannot hear your amen. Amen. With all the testimonies that you have heard in this place tonight, with all the things that God has done in your life in time past, with the way he has saved you in time past, with the way he has blessed you in time past, whatever comes your way in 2017, God wants your heart to be steady, to be steadfast, because he wants to move you to a new level. He has his plans. Is shifting things around just because of you. Are you still with me today? I said, are you still with me today? So it's extremely important that you have it at the back of your mind that God wants you to deal a great blow on negative emotions. Yeah, to break away from it. To break away from it. Hebrews chapter 4, when you read from verse 1 to 3, it says, therefore, since a promise remains of entering into his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they had did not profit them. So it's possible for the word not to profit someone. The word has power, but it may not profit. And it's simply because it didn't find faith. It only found fear, anxiety, fretting. That was what it found. Whenever the word comes into your heart, comes in your direction, and it only finds negative emotion, it becomes ineffective. Ineffective. So the word did not find faith in their heart. The word did not find faith in their heart. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. The word of God will find faith in your own heart. I said the word of God will find faith in your heart. Look at what happened there. Just because the world did not find faith in their heart, the Bible says, God swore in his wrath, they will not enter my rest. Yet, that's a rest that's been prepared for the people of God. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Secondly, God wants you to forge a strong relationship with him and godly people. God wants you to forge a strong relationship with him. As a step into 2017, and also forge a strong relationship with godly people. In fact, the word he put in my heart, he said, I want to lead you to people, to good people, and lead good people to you. But you have to prepare to forge good relationships. God wants to lead you to people and lead people to you. So in 2017, God is going to lead you to people 
and it's going to lead people to you. Yeah. So he said, I want you to forge good relationship with godly people. But it starts with forging a good relationship with him. And you need to watch out. Because sometimes the people God will send into your life may not look like it. But the moment you are prepared, your heart is prepared, that this year, we are not fighting battles. We are holding our peace. No shaking. Battle is for the Lord. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So when people come, you are not raising an energy guard and, you know, you know, waving your sword at them. No. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. He's already fighting your battles. That's why he said we shall, it's a season for us to be steady and steadfast. Are you still with me today? I said, are you still with me today? Thirdly, God wants you to hold fast your confession. Hold fast your confession. Moses told them to keep short because they were saying rubbish. Yeah. Actually, when you stand before the Red Sea, and uh, it says, and, and we are still in our spirit, we are supposed to be singing and saying the word. But they were saying rubbish. So God told Moses, they'll shut up. They'll shut up. As we step into 2017, what God wants you to do is to hold fast your confession. Psalm 91, verse 2 and 3. Look at what the psalmist said. He said, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. That's, that's, those are the words that should be in our mouth. You know, the psalmist says, Surely I will say of the Lord. That's my confession. That's my confession. What are you saying of the Lord? What are, have you been saying of the Lord? As you step into 2017, God wants you to hold fast to your confession, to your profession, your confession. Confessing the faith. So in Hebrews chapter 4, when you read from verse 14, uh, 15 and 16, it says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have no high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all point tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. So we hold fast our profession. We hold fast our confession. We behave like the psalmist in the midst, you know, of issues. You know, you know, you know how Psalm 91 started now? Yeah. But at one point, he decided to lay hold on his confession. I will say of the Lord. Tap your neighbor for me, say 2017, keep saying. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my fortress. My God in whom I will trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler. And a perilous pestilence in the name of Jesus. Say, I will keep saying it. 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 
All right, I have just a few more minutes, but I need to say this. There are about three or four, uh, four things that God said, when you do all these, many more things I will share in the course of the year, but these principal three things that I said, he said, this is what I'm going to do in 2017. And you know, he's faithful to his word. He's faithful to his word. This is what steady and steadfast will look like in the life of somebody in 2017. One, God said, wherever you may be at this time, whether in the overflow, out, in all the overflow rooms, at the mainland center, wherever you may be at this time, I need you to lift your two hands to Jesus. Wave them from side to side. Let him know that you are grateful. I want you to let him know that you are grateful. For the benefit of seeing the end of 2016, let him know that you are grateful. Whatever you may be standing or sitting, let him know you are grateful. The enemy may have another agenda, but you have seen the end of 2016. Let him know that you are grateful. Let him know that you are grateful. Let him know that you are grateful. He's the only one who can keep alive. Let him know that you are grateful. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. As a church, we celebrate you today. As families, individuals represented under the influence of my voice. Wherever people are joining this service right now, everyone watching on the internet, Everyone from the mainland center, everyone on, in all the overflow facilities. Lord, we are declaring in one voice that we are grateful. We are grateful for 2016. And we are grateful for 2017. Lord, we declare today that no one else can do the things that you do in our lives. No one else can bless us the way you do. So to you only, not to a man, not to our boss, not to anyone, but to you only, we declare tonight that we are grateful for bringing us to the end of 2016 and bringing us into 2017 triumphantly. We declare tonight we are grateful. We bless your name. We give you glory. And we give you praise. If you are happy that you are seeing 2017, I want to give the Lord a big shout. Give him a big shout. Give him a big shout. Give him a big shout. He's grateful. Lift your two hands with me all over this place, everywhere you're joining the service. 
Father, we thank you for your presence that is here. And Lord, because we know there's no distance in the spirit for everyone connected with this service all over the world, all around the cities of Nigeria and all the different centers. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, let your presence pervade and permeate our hearts. Lord, as the declared words that you have given us tonight, let the word take root in every life. The grass wither, the flower fades, but your word cannot return unto you void. So we declare tonight, let your word bring effect into everyone's life. Let no word tonight fall to the ground. We thank you and we praise you. Use this moment that we have together to launch us into 2017 with an emblem of blessing. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody put your hands together, celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Come on, do it very well. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, you may have your seat. Have your seat. Have your seat. Glory to Jesus. I said, Glory be to Jesus. All that we do around here, we do by faith. So, nobody here is hanging around for midnight, you know. Nigerian time before you say Happy New Year. So, by faith, talk to somebody this evening and tell them Happy New Year. It's already New Year as far as I'm concerned. The moment I step here, it's New Year. Yeah, you have stepped into 2017. God told me to announce to you at this time that we have stepped into a new season. And before I share in the brief time that I have tonight, I don't know one person that is here, but it's so strong in my heart to declare it to you early. That the season that you're stepped into, God said, I'm wiping away tears. Whatever the source of the tears may be, I don't know them, but God does. And the one who put the word in my heart. And if somebody will receive tonight, I want you to know. God said, you have stepped into a new season. And it's wiping tears away from your heart. If you believe that, say, believe in amen. For someone here tonight, an end has come to tears concerning that child. For someone here tonight, you have stepped into 2017 and an end has come to tears concerning your family. I don't know about you, but there's someone here tonight, the things happening in your family bring tears, you know, to, to, to your face. And God said, you have come to a time that you will not see those tears again. It's a new season. Somebody, I say it's a new season. Amen. Tap your neighbor for me. Say, step into a new season. Say, it's a new season. 
And one major thing I've come to do tonight is to announce a new season. A new season. A new season. And I'm going to be talking about the things that will characterize the new season. But before we get into all that, I just want you to sink into the mind of someone and into your heart that you have stepped into a new season. The reason why we have, you know, a day and a day will come to an end and we have seven days for the week and the week will come to an end and then months come to an end and then years come to an end is because God wants to signal the beginning of something new. So it's not just that we just do 12 calendar months and then we rejoice and just, you know, uh, we cross into another year. A new year is supposed to signal a new beginning. Something new starting in someone's life. And that's why I'm announcing one more time tonight. that someone here, you have stepped into a new season. And in this new season, the things that used to bring tears to your eyes, they will bring laughter to your mouth. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, do we have any, any footage from the mainland center? Is there any footage from the mainland center that we can see? All right, all right. So that, that, that's the footage from the mainland center. Um, I, I, I don't know what the time gap is like, but I wanted them to, to wave hands or, or clap or just let them know that, you know, they, 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 they're seeing us and they are with us in the spirit. But as you can see, it's a full house there at the mainland center and uh, they're joining the feed, but definitely there will be a few seconds of, or maybe a minute of delay. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. All right. Tap your neighbor for me. Say, are you ready? I said, are you ready? All right. 2016. Many things happened. A lot, actually. And some of those things are, you know, literally speaking, going with us into 2017. Some of the effect of the things that happened uh, will still, you know, reverberate into 2017. But one thing we know, especially in this part of the world, is that our economy is in a recession. And many things are not going the way they're supposed to go. When you look all around the world, you see many things happen. Brexit in the UK, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump in America. And the full import of that, we don't even know yet. The guy is here to take hold of office, but he's already doing a lot of stuff. And before the end of January, he's going to take hold of office. And then the full import of that, we're going to start to see. While we're worshiping, the Lord put in my heart to say to somebody here tonight, and this is the reason why you need to hold on to the things we're sharing here tonight. As we go into 2017, there are whole industries that may be wiped out, you know, in half just because of a shaking. One statement from a powerful person, it may be Donald, it may be somebody else, I don't know. But just one statement, and the whole industry, you know, is wiped out in half. Now, 
I don't know which industry you play in. But what I'm sharing tonight is the only thing that will make you to stand that seeming tsunami. 2017, like I said, the effect of the things that happened in 2016, the full import of it is going to start to play out. Yeah. I can't go into everything that happened in 2016. We, we know a lot of it. But some of the full import is going to start to play out. And as it starts to play out, it may look to some people like you have been left alone. Like God is no longer interested in your business. In Nigeria, a lot of playing to the gallery will happen in 2017. Yeah. Because our people will get into a bit of politicking because we're getting closer. So there will be a lot of playing to the gallery. Will things seriously or drastically improved? From where I see from, I don't see it. <laughs> praise God. I said, praise the Lord. So, the heart of man will kind of break. But your own heart will be steady. I cannot hear your amen. I said, I cannot hear your amen. So, there's no promise that there will not be any further depreciation of our currency. There's no promise at all. There's no promise that all the issues that we're having, especially in the Niger Delta region and all those things, will be completely resolved. No promise at all. The picture, just looking at it plainly, to the ordinary high, is not very good. But from where we see from, it's a very bright picture. The one that can make you laugh the way I'm doing right now. <laughs> Praise God. But it takes, it will take the high of faith and it will take you going into 2017 with full assurance in your heart that God is with you for you to see things the way you're supposed to see them. And you stay with me today. In the midst of all this disturbing development, you must learn to do something. And that was what Israel did. When Moses decided to take hold with God to lead them out of where they have been and what they have been going through. I want you to join me in your Bibles as we read tonight from the book of Exodus chapter 14, verse number 10. And I'll read down to 18. It's a bit of a long reading, but I want you to follow me very carefully. I'm going to read from the message translation. I know a lot of us must have read this passage before, maybe from the King James or the New King James. Let me just read it from the message translation. The Bible says, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw them, Egyptians, coming at them. They were totally afraid. Totally afraid. It's not a little fear, but totally afraid. They cried out in terror to God. 
They told Moses, weren't the cemeteries large enough in Egypt so that you have to take us out here in the wilderness to die? What have you done to us? Take us out of Egypt? Back in Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen? Didn't we tell you, leave us alone here in Egypt? We're better off as slaves in Egypt than corpses in the wilderness. This particular statement, for some people, especially people who will not hold on to God, it will be so true. They said they were better off as slaves in Egypt than corpses in the wilderness. Because Moses leading them into the wilderness, they did not see they only saw the Red Sea. They saw danger. They didn't see freedom. They didn't see a place flowing with milk and honey. It's important tonight that you open your heart to see something new as we get into, I mean, as we flow into 2017. It's important that you understand what God is about to do, not just around you, but in your own life. And that's why, you know, I'm sharing the things that I'm sharing tonight. They said we're better off as slaves in Egypt than as corpses in the wilderness. Moses spoke to the people. He says, don't be afraid. Stand firm. Somebody say, stand firm. Look at your neighbor and say, stand firm. You know, the King James says, stand still. Stand still. This one says, stand firm. And watch God do his work of salvation for you today. Take a good look at the Egyptians today, for you are never going to see them again. I thought I would hear a resounding amen. God will fight the battle for you. And you, you keep your mouth. <laughs> God said to Moses, why cry out to me? Speak to the Israelites. Order them to get moving. Hold your staff high and stretch your hand out over the sea. Split the sea. The Israelites will walk through the sea on dry ground. All through 2017, somebody here is walking through the Red Sea on dry ground. There will be Red Sea, but my God has made a dry ground path for you. Tell your neighbor, say, Pastor is talking about me. <laughs> yeah. That's what I see. Someone here standing still, standing firm. You're going to walk through what is destroying other people. You walk through it on dry ground. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said, in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Now, I need you to understand something. That when God told them to stand still, it was because he wanted to fight their battles. When God told them to stand still, it was because he wanted to fight their battles. Not because he wanted them to just be watching. He wanted to fight their battles. So in 2017, 
You must let God fight your battles. You must allow him to fight your battles. He will fight your battles and you will hold your peace. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I said in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. The word that God has given us as a church, as a people, for 2017, stems from also the reality of the fact that as a church, we have entered into our seventh year. The seventh year in the scriptures is Sabbath. What characterizes Sabbath is rest. Are you still with me today? I said, what characterizes Sabbath is rest. And God has given us a word for 2017. And he says that it is a time for us, a season for us, to be steady and steadfast. To be steady and steadfast. Somebody look at, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor for me, say 2017... Steady and steadfast. No shaking. I want you to look at somebody else and say 2017. Steady and steadfast. No shaking. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. Let me expand on this a little bit more. The word that we have for 2017 is more of a positioning word rather than a promise. It's more of how God wants us to posture so we can, because what he wanted to do, he has already done. He has already done. But you need to be able to get into it. You need to be able to get into it. You need to be able to get into it. He said, I will overturn and overturn and overturn until he has come whose turn it is. So is the one doing the overturning? Is the one doing the shaking? Is the one doing the transparency? It's transferring many things. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I said, It's transferring many things. And you need to understand the Bible says the works were finished before the foundation of the earth. And all he's asking is that you and I should press in into his rest. We're pressing into his rest. Are we going to take action? Yes. Are we going to pray? Yes. Are we going to fast? Yes. But everything we do, we do from the standpoint of rest. Tap your neighbor for me again. Say, no shaking. Look for somebody else. Say, really, no shaking. Glory be to Jesus. To be steady means... To be firmly fixed, supported, and balanced. No, not shaking or moving. Not faltering or wavering. Controlled. That's what it means to be steady. Steadfast. To be steadfast means to be resolutely and dutifully firm and unwavering. The Bible says... Uh, in 
the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58, it says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding. As, as we step into 2017, somebody needs to understand that God wants your heart to be steadfast. He wants your heart to be steady. That's what he wants. And there shall be no shaking in your life. I cannot hear your amen. I said there shall be no shaking in your life. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Listen to this. There are three things you should do to be steady and steadfast in 2017. Three things that God has put in my heart to recommend to you. And I'm going to talk about the things that God will do as you do that. But let's first of all start with the three things that you should do to be steady and steadfast in 2017. One is that you break away from negative emotions. Break away from negative emotions. It leads to, you know what negative emotion does? It leads to murmuring and complaining. That's what it does. It leads to murmuring and complaining. Look at Psalm 95, when you read from verse 7 down to 11. Psalm 95 from verse 7 down to 11. It says, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture, the sheep of his hand. It says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, they tried me. Though they saw my work, for 40 years I was grieved with that generation and said, it is a people who go astray in their heart and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath that they will not enter my rest. Somebody in 2017, you are entering your rest. You are entering into the rest of Jehovah. The Bible says here, the psalmist's account of the things that transpired in the, in the wilderness. He said they had in their heart, they allowed negative emotions to take them away from the things that God wanted to do. A journey of 40 days became a journey of 40 years. God said, even after 40 years, he was so angry, he swore in his wrath that they would not enter. So even after spending 40 years, they didn't get in. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. I said, that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. So somebody needs to understand here that God wants you to make up your mind that you are not entering into 2017 with negative emotions. Yeah. And all through 2017, you keep your heart free of negative emotions. There shall be news, all kind of news. Like I said, industries will take a bashing. Many things will happen. Will you keep your heart and mind away from negative emotions? Will you be able to handle anger and animosity and bitterness and get them off your system as fast as possible? Jesus said, be angry, but sin not. Let not the sun go down your wrath. Be angry, sin not. Will you be able to undo anger? Will you be able to 
you know, handle negative emotions? Will you be able to handle anxiety? Will you be able to handle bitterness? Will somebody here tonight release your faith? I say it again. Will you release your faith in this place tonight for God to take bitterness out of your heart? Will somebody release his or her faith here tonight to come out of depression? That's why you are here. You can't afford to enter into 2017 with depression. Your heart will not be steady. The hand of God will not be able to hold you steadfast. God wanted to hold them through that journey and move them into the good land. But their hearts, their hearts was not in one place. They, they were fascinating. They were, you know, they were, they were, they will blame Moses today, blame, you know, some people, uh, that church, there's no power there. That pastor doesn't have anointing. As far as they are concerned, Moses, Moses didn't know what he was doing. Moses was a, was a stupid man. Yet, grace was upon Moses. The type of grace that has not been experienced before in Israel. The grace that made all the plagues in Egypt to come and mesmerize Egypt until Pharaoh says, go. They saw, the Bible says in Psalm 95, they said they saw my works. Yet, after you have seen the ten plagues, should you then see the Red Sea and be mesmerized? It's a weak heart that behaves like that. Somebody, you are leaving this place tonight with a strong spirit. I cannot hear your amen. amen. With all the testimonies that you have heard in this place tonight, with all the things that God has done in your life in time past, with the way he has saved you in time past, with the way he has blessed you in time past, whatever comes your way in 2017, God wants your heart to be steady, to be steadfast, because he wants to move you to a new level. He has his plans. He's shifting things around just because of you. Are you still with me today? I said, are you still with me today? So it's extremely important that you have it at the back of your mind that God wants you to deal a great blow on negative emotions. Yeah, to break away from it. To break away from it. Hebrews chapter 4, when you read from verse 1 to 3, it says, therefore, since a promise remains of entering into his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they had did not profit them. So it's possible for the word not to profit someone. The word has power, but it may not profit. And it's simply because it didn't find faith. It only found fear, anxiety, fretting. That was what it found. Whenever the word comes into your heart, comes in your direction, and it only finds negative emotion, it becomes ineffective. Ineffective. So the word did not find faith in their heart. The word did not find faith in their heart. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. The word of God will find faith in your own heart. I said the word of God will find faith in your heart. Look at what happened there. Just because the word did not find faith in their heart, the Bible says, God swore in his wrath, they will not enter my rest. Yet, 
There's a rest that's been prepared for the people of God. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Secondly, God wants you to forge a strong relationship with him and godly people. God wants you to forge a strong relationship with him. As a step into 2017, and also forge a strong relationship with godly people. In fact, the word he put in my heart, he said, I want to lead you to people, to good people, and lead good people to you. But you have to prepare to forge good relationships. God wants to lead you to people and lead people to you. So in 2017, God is going to lead you to people. And he's going to lead people to you. Yeah. So he said, I want you to forge good relationship with godly people. But it starts with forging a good relationship with him. And you need to watch out. Because sometimes the people God will send into your life may not look like it. But the moment you are prepared, your heart is prepared, that this year, we are not fighting battles. We are holding our peace. No shaking. Battle is for the Lord. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So when people come, you are not raising an easy guard and, you know, you know, waving your sword at them. No. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. He's already fighting your battles. That's why he said we shall, it's a season for us to be steady and steadfast. Are you still with me today? I said, are you still with me today? Thirdly, God wants you to hold fast your confession. Hold fast your confession. Moses told them to keep short because they were saying rubbish. Yeah. Actually, when you stand before the Red Sea, and uh, it says, and, and we are still in our spirit, we are supposed to be singing and saying the word. But they were saying rubbish. So God told Moses, they'll shut up. They should shut up. As we step into 2017, what God wants you to do is to hold fast your confession. Psalm 91, verse 2 and 3. Look at what the psalmist said. He said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. That's, that's, those are the words that should be in our mouth. You know the psalmist says, surely I will say of the Lord. That's my confession. That's my confession. What are you saying of the Lord? What are you, have you been saying of the Lord? As you step into 2017, God wants you to hold fast to your confession, to your profession, your confession. Confessing the faith. So in Hebrews chapter 4, when you read from verse 14, uh, 15 and 16, it says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have no high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all point tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. So we hold fast our profession. We hold fast our confession. We behave like the psalmist in the midst, you know, of issues 
You know, you know, you know how Psalm 91 started now? Yeah. But at one point, he decided to lay hold on his comfort. I will say of the Lord. Tap your neighbor for me, say 2017, keep saying. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my fortress. My God in whom I will trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and the perilous pestilence. In the name of Jesus. Say I will keep saying it. 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 All right, I have just a few more minutes, but I need to say this. There are about three or four, uh, four things that God said, when you do all these, many more things I will share in the course of the year, but these principal three things that I said, he said, this is what I'm going to do in 2017. And you know, he's faithful to his word. He's faithful to his word. This is what steady and steadfast will look like in the life of somebody in 2017. One, God said, 